Hello there, and welcome to the first episode of the Married Mommy Maestra podcast. I'm your host, Bianca, and I'm super excited for you to be joining me today. This episode was recorded while on Facebook and Instagram Live, so there is a quick Q&A at the end of each portion. But if there's anything you still have questions about or any comments you would like to make, you can always feel free to send me a DM through any of my social media accounts. And those will be mentioned towards the end of the show. Again, thank you for being here, and I hope you enjoy. Hi, I'm Bianca. I'm 24 years old, and I'm currently living in Houston, Texas. I've been married for five years on Friday. Friday is our five-year anniversary, um, and I have two beautiful children. I have a boy and a girl. I got lucky getting the pair right away, so I think I'm done having kids. Um, I grew up wanting like at least four, so definitely a change. Uh, but thinking about having a lot of kids and having a lot of kids is a big difference. So I think I'm good where I'm at, at least for like five years. Like, I'm good. I came from a house of six. So I always saw myself uh, having the same. My parents have been married for 25 years. I have three younger brothers. Pete was my first best friend. Uh, obviously. He's a year and a half younger than I am. And he's currently overseas in the Navy. Super proud of him. But you know, gets lonely not having your best friend here. Hesu is a year and a half younger than him. So he just turned 21 in January. He's still living at home. He's in college. He works at JCPenney. And he watches my kids in the morning. He's the one who takes my kids to school. He's the one who gets them ready. So I would say he's definitely one of my like rocks in life, but don't let him know because his head will get big and his head's already pretty big. So we don't need that happening. And then Manny is the youngest one. He's the baby. He is four years, I want to say like four years younger than Manny, than Manny is four years younger than Hesu. There's not much to say about him. Uh, he's 17. He's in high school. We have a pretty significant age gap between us, so we don't always get along or see eye to eye, but you know, that's my baby brother, so love him to death, but sometimes, you know, Want to tussle. Both of my parents came from Mexico. And obviously, for the same reason that everyone comes here, you know, to have a better life, to give your family a better life, you know, super proud of everything that they've accomplished and have done because I wouldn't be where I am if it weren't for them. Um, I was born there as well. I was born in Mexico. Uh, so I guess technically, first gen being here in. Uh, the U.S. and growing up here, always thankful for their sacrifices. My husband was also born in Mexico. Um, he also comes from a household of six where there's only one girl sibling. Uh, he's also the oldest. So we have a lot of things in common when it comes to the structure of our household, but we still grew up very differently. So 
there's a lot of times where you don't see, like we won't see eye to eye on certain things, but it isn't always a bad thing. Like I've grown so much because I've gotten his perspective also. And I think it was one of like the very first things that I learned in therapy, you know, you don't want your experience to cloud your expectations. We don't all grow up the exact same way. So you're always going to have someone who has a difference in opinion, whether it's like your significant other or your friend, your boss, you, you're always going to find someone who's not going to see or have the same opinion as you. So I know personally, there have been a lot of times where I haven't necessarily agreed with something that uh, my friends will do, or they haven't exactly supported all the decisions that I've made either. But I think the friendships that I hold closest to my heart are the ones where we've had those differences um, and we've been able to communicate our way through them. That being said, I don't have a lot of friends. I have a pretty close circle. I have tons of acquaintances. I have a lot of people who I go out and party with, but I don't have a lot of friends. The people who I consider my friends have been around for years. They are super special to me. They've literally gone through everything with me. I have friends who I haven't seen in ages because I didn't originally like live here in Texas, you know? So I have friends who live in Michigan still uh, because that's where I grew up on the outskirts of Detroit. Um, I went to charter school because obviously my mom didn't want me to go to public school. Shout out to her because I don't know what I would have done if I had gone to a public school in Detroit. That probably would have been a mess. And so it's actually kind of ironic because I ended up working in the charter school system. So it's like full circle. <laughs> so I actually am super surprised that I ended up teaching at all because growing up, that's not what I wanted to do. I actually wanted to be a physical therapist for the longest time. And so being a teacher is like, where did that come from? Um, I took an anatomy class in high school and I just knew like, this is not for me, which is funny because a lot of people tell me like anatomy and kinesiology don't really, you know, have a lot to do with each other. And I was like, yeah, no, I had to dissect a cat and it was pregnant and there were babies. And yeah, no, I'm not doing this. They were like, no, like you don't even do that. That has nothing to do with what you actually do. It's like, no, no, I want nothing to do with this. So it was really, I don't know. I think that was my big first eye-opening experience. Like I took that class in, I want to say my junior year. And so junior year is usually when you start, you know, your college applications, you have to like actually know, like, where do you want to go? What do you want to do? And I was standing there like, what am I going to do with my life now? Like everything that I thought I wanted to do, I want nothing to do with it. So I pretty much am standing there, a 16-year-old girl who's supposed to have everything figured out with 
absolutely no idea. So that was really, really scary. But thankfully, I did have a few things that I had really gotten into during high school, which helped um, guide me to where I am today. I was very into theater, and that was also super random. I signed up for it because when I moved here from Michigan, I moved here right before I started high school. So I'm sitting in the counselor's office, like creating my, what's it called? My schedule. And they're like, okay, well, you need an extracurricular. You didn't take an extracurricular in middle school or like not one that would transfer over because I wasn't in Texas. So I was like, okay, I know I can't draw. I know I can't sing. I played saxophone in middle school, but like all I could play was Mary Had a Little Lamb. And I know that in high school, like you actually go to competitions and stuff. So I was like, I can't join band because I'm not going to be able to keep up with what they're doing. So I pretty much was like, I mean, I, I guess I'll do theater. I'm a dramatic person. I'm sure that'll help, you know, like, let me put that somewhere, channel my drama. And so I ended up doing theater. I did The Wizard of Oz my first year, my freshman year, and I just fell in love with it. Like, the feeling that you get when you're on a stage, the rush, the lights, like, and it's hot. Those lights are hot, but like, oh my God, like just that freedom of expression. I was like, I could do this for the rest of my life. I want to do this. I'm going to keep doing this. So I ended up doing all of the musicals while I was there. And another thing that made me feel that same rush, that same love was like being in the classroom, Um, specifically in my math class. Uh, And I remember just sitting in freshman, I was a freshman, I was sitting in algebra class and I was like, I love this. And everyone else is sitting there like, I don't even know what we're doing. And I'm sitting there like, this is, this is like so fun. I'm having so much fun adding letters and numbers. Like what, what do you mean you don't understand? And so I actually started tutoring Um, some of my classmates after school with my algebra teacher. And so when it wasn't musical season, I was tutoring um, for algebra. So I'm like sitting here with all these students who also sit in my class with me who don't know what they're doing. And I'm like telling them what they're supposed to be doing. Um, And I remember my teacher sat me down one day and he was like, you're going to be a teacher. And I looked at this man, like I looked this man straight in the face and I said, no thanks. That's gross. Like, I don't, I don't like kids. I'm not going to teach kids. Like that's disgusting. Why would, why would I want to be a teacher? That, no, I literally laughed in this man's face. Um, so it's just, super crazy because a few weeks ago I was just scrolling through Instagram and I saw a post saying that he had passed away. 
the person who inspired me to be a teacher is no longer here. Uh, he wasn't ever able to like find out like, oh, hey, she's actually teaching. So it was just another very eye-opening experience. Like I never got to be able to go up to him and be like, hey, Mr. Sanchez, like you were right. I'm a teacher. You're the reason that I get up and I stand in front of students. Like he never got to hear that from me. I never got to say that to him. So it was really like, okay, like, what, what do I do? You know, this person who inspired me, who drove me to literally become the person I am, never got to know that he was right. So I truly don't even know if he would have remembered who I was. Like, I haven't spoken to him since before my son was born. So I don't even know, like, if I would have walked up to the, to the school, like, hey, I'm a teacher. I don't even know if he would have known, like, oh, yeah, like, I told you, yeah, you were going to be a teacher. But it's one of those moments, like, okay, what if one day I'm that person? You know, what if one day I'm that teacher? So super, like, surreal. And that's really one of the reasons that I started doing this podcast, because uh, there's so many other people who have shaped me and have helped me get to where I am. And I want to be able to not have that missed opportunity again, to be able to like sit them down and be like, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. You know, I wouldn't be where I am without you. That being said, I want to be able to share with them how they helped me and also share with the world. Like I want everyone to be able to hear the things that I've heard to experience the things that I've experienced with these people. And I think honestly, like the world would be so much better if they heard what everyone else has to say. I don't know everything, obviously. I'm nowhere near where I want to be in the end, but I don't know, like maybe someone will be able to learn something from hearing what my people have to say. Um, I'm happy, I'm healthy, I'm blessed, and I wanna be able to share that with all of you. So I know that I covered a lot in the past 15 minutes. So if there's anything that you want me to elaborate on or something that I missed talking about, like you know something that I should have uh, mentioned, um, let me know in the comments. Or if you have any questions, I wanna be able to go ahead and answer those before I move on to the Spanish section. I'm getting a lot of shout outs to Mr. Sanchez. Shout out to Mr. Sanchez, you know. I would definitely not be where I am if it weren't for him pushing me to become what I was truly meant to be. Uh, what grade do you teach? Actually, this year, I'm not I'm not teaching at all this year. I actually decided to take a step back from the classroom and I am still working at the middle school that I was working at previously, um, but I'm working at the office now. I work with student records. Uh, however, I started teaching with Bailey, fifth grade English. I did that uh, two years and then I did... What did I do after that? Oh, last year I taught middle school Spanish. I taught um, fifth grade through eighth grade. Um, 
that was super, super crazy with the pandemic being my first year teaching. I was pregnant, so I was working uh, from home. And I had my students in person, like my students were in the classroom and I was working from home. So that was a little crazy, like having to teach them through a screen, knowing that there's just an adult standing there to fill my void. Um, but it was a super great experience uh, once I got back into the actual classroom and I definitely, it's, I love it. What about the mommy piece? Um, I mentioned before, I've got two babies, four-year-old boy, 15-month-year, 15-month-year-old, 15-month-old girl, um, love them to pieces, super smart, super, super smart. These kids are crazy. They grow so fast. It's incredible. I, and that's why, like, I don't know if I can have any more. Like, they're just a handful. I love them to pieces, but there's so much work. And then uh, I honestly think that it'd be a lot easier if I was done with my degree, but I haven't finished my degree. So being in school and working and having the kids, it's a lot, which is why I chose to take a step back from um, teaching this year. But hopefully, you know, once I have my my degree done, I'm able to actually have a more stable uh, job environment. So we'll see about that. What's my favorite mommy experience? Oh my goodness. Seeing my kids interact, like my son loves his baby sister. It's crazy. There will be days where he does not want to go to school because he wants to stay with his baby sis. Like, you got to go to school. I'm sorry. Like, you don't really have a choice. That's your job right now. But they love each other so much. So that's honestly so heartwarming to see um, and to experience. Oh, yes. I forgot to mention that I am working on a book. Um, my Instagram page was actually strictly for my book before I decided to start a podcast. So those of you who have already looked at my book before I deleted all of it, um, you know, make sure you comment and let the people know that it's a really good book and that they should order it once it's actually out. Do I miss Michigan? Yes, I miss Mich Michigan all the time. Um, I love my life here, but it was definitely so nice being able to visit after such a long time. So miss it. will forever love it. Okay. Well, uh Thank you, everyone who joined. If you would like to go ahead and step out, you can. If you want to stay and listen to me ramble in Spanish, you can do that too. Um, but we are going to go ahead and start the Spanish, seg seg Spanish segment uh, because I know that a lot of my family is just sitting here um, in the comments. So I'm going to go ahead and start that. Uh, thank you. Thank you so much for joining me. 
please, please share and like and rate me all the five stars and, you know, all that jazz because you love me and I love you. Okay, y'all, that was it. I really hope you enjoyed today's episode. And if you would like to follow me on social media, you can find me at married.mommy.maestra on Instagram or on Twitter at M-A-R underscore M-O-M underscore M-A-E underscore P-O-D. So it's the first three letters of each word with underscores in between. Again, I hope you enjoyed and thank you so much for coming today. I hope you'll tune in next Sunday for a new episode. Y'all stay safe out there. Bye. Hola y bienvenidos al primer capítulo de Married Mommy Maestra. Este capítulo lo grabé durante un live en Instagram y Facebook, entonces habrá una porción de preguntas al final. Pero si tienen más preguntas o algunos comentarios, pueden mandarme un mensaje en cualquiera de mis redes sociales y esos los mencionaré al final. Otra vez, les agradezco mucho por estar aquí y espero que les guste. Ok, estamos listos. Gracias por esperar. Uh, <ríe> bueno, voy a empezar con... Uh, Decirles que mi español pues no es el mejor, pero ya me conocen, entonces a ver si me entienden. Hola, yo soy Bianca. Muchos me conocen como Ale o Alejandra, Alita. Tengo 24 años, vivo en Houston, Texas. Tengo ya casi cinco años de casada. El viernes cumplimos cinco años de casados. Y tengo dos bebés, un niño y una niña. La verdad, yo pienso que ya terminé con eso de tener hijos. Ya, no, thank you. Uh, ya, ya saqué el par. So, yo pienso que allí nos vamos a quedar. Siempre quise tener una familia súper grande porque yo crecí con una familia grande. Somos una familia de seis. Uh, así que yo pensaba que iba a tener lo mismo. Pero... Pensar en tener hijos y tenerlos es muy diferente. So, por ahora, por lo menos unos cinco años ya ahí estamos. Mis papás tienen 25 años de casados. Tengo tres hermanos. Pedro, yo le gano a él con un año y medio. Él fue mi primer mejor amigo. Lo quiero mucho, mucho, mucho. Y ahora está en el Navy. Uh, no está en los Estados Unidos, de hecho está muy, muy lejos, así que no lo vemos, uh, no, lo, no lo hemos visto uh, recientemente, pero va a regresar en marzo, entonces estamos esperándolo para poder darle un abrazo muy grande. Uh, mi siguiente hermano es Jesús, uh, él es un año y medio menor que Pedro, acaba de cumplir 21 años. Y él todavía vive en casa, está en el colegio, trabaja en una tienda. Y también, obvio, lo quiero mucho, mucho. De hecho, él es alguien que yo no, la verdad, no sé qué haría sin él. Él me ayuda con mis niños to todas las mañanas. Él es el que cuida a la niña, arregla al niño, lo lleva a la escuela. Entonces, la verdad, 
no sé qué haría sin él, pero no le vayan a decir porque ya saben cómo se pone. Um, y luego sigue Emanuel. Él es cuatro años menor que Jesús. Uh, él tiene 17 años. Está en la high school. Nosotros tenemos um, una diferencia de edad muy grande. Entonces, no, no siempre estamos en... You know, en la misma página, pero lo quiero mucho. Yeah. Um, y um, no sé qué más decir de él. Es el bebé de la casa, entonces puede imaginar que se comporta como el bebé de la casa. Mi mamá y mi papá vinieron aquí de México um, por la misma razón por la que todos vienen um, para poder tener una vida mejor y ofrecernos una vida mejor y oportunidades que tal vez no tendríamos si estuviéramos allá. Yo y mi esposo también nacimos en México. Uh, nosotros tenemos muchas cosas en común um, con nuestra familia. Uh, él también viene de una familia de seis personas. Uh, es el mayor, solo tiene una hermana. Entonces, uh, tenemos la estructura de nuestra familia. Es muy... Um, igual, uh, pero crecimos uh, bajo diferentes circunstancias, así que no siempre estamos en la misma página, pero la verdad es algo que me ha ayudado a crecer mucho, tener la opinión de otra persona uh, que no piensa igual que yo. Uh, y es una lección que aprendí cuando empecé terapia, uh, que no puedes Dejar que tus experiencias se conviertan en tus um, expectaciones. O... Oh. that right? I don't know. Uh, como no todos crecimos idénticamente, siempre vas a tener a alguien que no va a tener las mismas opiniones que, ti, que tú. Uh, así que necesitas que poder entender qué es lo que ellos te están diciendo, o sea, eh, si es tu novio, si es tu mamá, si es alguien, un amigo, um, siempre va a haber la... Ah. No siempre van a tener todo en común. There we go. Um, yo personalmente he tenido tiempos cuando no he estado de acuerdo con cosas que han hecho mis amigas o, o mis amigos. Y sé que igual ellos no siempre han estado de acuerdo con cosas que yo he hecho. Entonces, yo pienso que mis amigos que yo quiero más son los que han tenido esas diferencias de opinión conmigo y hemos podido aceptarlas y aprender a respetar todo eso. Uh, de hecho, uh, ¿qué decía? Algo de mis amigas, ¿verdad? Que no tengo muchos amigos, ya. Yeah. Sí platico con muchas personas, uh, pero amigos, amigos, realmente solo tengo maybe six, like seis o siete. Um, la lista es muy corta y son personas que han estado a mi lado por muchos años. Algunas de estas personas ni viven aquí um, porque los conocí cuando estaba en la Merosco. Y no vivía aquí en Texas todavía. Um, yo 
cuando era niña viví un tiempo en Michigan, um, por Detroit, y mi mamá no quiso que fuéramos a la escuela pública, so gracias, mami, uh, porque la verdad no, no es la mejor educación y la mejor experiencia. Entonces nosotros fuimos a escuelas en un sistema que se llamaba un charter school. De hecho, yo he trabajado en una escuela charter por cinco años y la verdad yo nunca pensé que llegaría ahí porque yo siempre quise ser, un, quise ser una terapista física, pero en high school tomé una clase de anatomía y decidí, esto no es para mí. No me gusta... Ya, yeah, no. Luego, luego dije, ok, a mí no me gusta esto. Tuve que disectar un gato y estaba embarazada. Entonces, pues, tuvimos que sacar los bebés y ya, yeah, no, me dio mucho asco. Dije, esto no me gusta. No es algo que yo puedo hacer por el resto de mi vida. Entonces, imagina que tengo 16 años y todo lo que yo pensaba que era lo que yo quería hacer, ya, ya no lo quiero hacer. Todo lo que tenía planeado para el futuro se desapareció. Y tuve que empezar de cero. Afortunadamente ya tenía algunas cosas que estaba haciendo que me gustaban mucho. En ese tiempo yo estaba muy dedicada al teatro. Y era mi tercer año en mi clase de teatro. Uh, y me encantaba. La verdad, solo elegí esa clase porque mi primer año en la high school tenía que escoger una clase de arte, um, de cualquier arte, o sea, música, dibujo, lo que sea. Y yo sabía que no sé ni dibujar, no sé cantar. Toqué saxofón en middle school, pero solo podía tocar como una canción. Y ya sabía que en la high school necesitas que ir a competencias y todo eso. Dije, yo no estoy al nivel donde tengo que estar para poder competir con el resto de los estudiantes. Entonces, elegí entrar a la clase de teatro y me enamoré del escenario. Like, oh my God. Um, No puedo ni, ni describir cómo es lo que se siente. Uh, yo, ya, yo ya, la verdad, elegí la clase porque dije, pues yo ya soy una persona dramática, entonces pues deja, hago algo donde puedo ser yo misma, ¿verdad? Pero la verdad, cuando estás en clase de teatro, nunca eres tú. Eh, siempre eres una persona diferente. I don't know. Te subes a un escenario y sientes como si estuvieras volando. Uh, era algo súper increíble. Yo nunca, que, nunca pensé que, que me iba a gustar tanto. Y la única otra cosa que me hizo sentir lo mismo era mi clase de matemáticas. Um, que ya sé, súper raro, nadie le gusta la clase de matemáticas, pero yo estaba ahí sentada y era clase de álgebra, entonces te están enseñando cómo uh, en, metes uh, 
letras, a las matemáticas y todos están así súper confundidos y yo, oh my God, me encanta esto. Uh, um, entonces yo empecé a dar tutorías con el maestro de álgebra cuando salían las clases. Uh, un día el maestro me dijo a mí, mi primer año en esta escuela, oye, tú vas a ser maestra. Y a mí me dio risa. Yo estaba ahí sentado, lo miré a la cara y le dije, nunca voy a hacer eso. A mí no me gusta trabajar con los niños. Yo solo estoy haciendo esto porque, pues la verdad me hace sentir más inteligente que estos niños porque pues ellos no saben lo que están haciendo. Y yo estoy aquí diciéndole qué es lo que tienen que hacer. Pero él sí, así me dijo, vas a ser maestra cuando seas grande. Y yo le dije, no, no, yo no quiero hacer eso. Y de hecho, hace unas semanas yo estaba mirando Instagram y miré un post que decía que él había muerto. La persona que fue mi más grande inspiración ya no está aquí. Uh, y creo que lo que dolió más de su muerte fue que yo no pude decirle. Nunca tuve la oportunidad de verlo y decirle, señor Sánchez, usted es la razón por la que estoy aquí frente a estudiantes todos los días. Um, usted fue la primera persona que me empujó a ser la persona que soy hoy. Y la verdad es que yo ni sé si, si hubiera llegado a la escuela un día y le digo esto, yo ni sé si me iba a recordar, pero yo siempre lo voy a recordar. Y eso es algo que siempre estoy pensando, o sea, yo un día puedo ser esa, esa uh, maestra para un estudiante, que ellos un día van a lograr sus sueños y me van a mirar a mí y van a decir, mis González, Gracias por todo lo que hiciste, tú me empujaste y estoy donde estoy gracias a ti. Um, entonces, por eso es lo que yo hago, lo que hago todos los días. Y por eso empecé este podcast, porque tengo tantas personas en mi vida que me han ayudado y moldado y no quiero perder la oportunidad de agradecerles todo lo que han hecho. Yo no lo sé todo, ni estoy cerca de todos los todas las metas que quiero cumplir, pero no estaría donde estoy hoy si no fuera por el apoyo de mis, um, de todos mis, ser, mis seres queridos, mis amigos, mi familia, mis maestros. Um, y sé que el resto del mundo puede beneficiar con escuchar lo que todos ellos tienen que decir. Y por eso empecé el podcast, para poder hablar con ellos, agradecerles y también darle la oportunidad al resto del mundo para escuchar qué es lo que ellos me han enseñado. Um, y así que espero que sigan escuchando los próximos capítulos que van a salir y que aprendan por lo menos un poco de lo que he aprendido yo um, para ser una mejor persona. Cubrí muchos temas, así que quiero dar una oportunidad para que Uh, que hagan preguntas, si tienen algunas preguntas, si tienen algunos comentarios um, que yo les pueda contestar. 
están preguntando de qué soy maestra. De hecho, este año no soy maestra. Este año decidí salir de la clase y estoy trabajando en la misma escuela, pero ahora trabajo en la oficina. Yo empecé como maestra de lectura um, de quinto grado y el año pasado fue mi primer año trabajando sola y fui la maestra de español uh, de grados quinto a octavo. Ok, ¿quieren saber más sobre mi vida como mamá? Um, tengo un niño de cuatro años y una niña de 15 meses. Los dos son súper inteligentes y crecen muy rápido. Um, yo pienso que lo más difícil es que siempre, siempre están haciendo algo, siempre quieren hacer algo. Entonces, la verdad, yo pienso que sería más fácil si ya tuviera um, mi diploma, pero no he terminado la escuela. Entonces, yo pienso que por eso no quiero más niños, porque es mucho trabajo estar en el trabajo, en la escuela, con los niños. Um, pero al, espero que cuando termine con eso pueda encontrar un lugar más estable para trabajar y disfrutar más a mis niños. Mi cosa favorita de ser mamá es ver cómo interactúan los niños. Uh, mi hijo ama a su hermana. De hecho, hay días cuando él no quiere ir a la escuela porque se quiere quedar en la casa a jugar con la hermana. Entonces, es, es muy lindo ver cómo, cómo juegan juntos y cuánto se quieren. Y el próximo espero que sea una entrevista con mi mamá. Um, voy a estar... Haciendo posts en los próximos días por si ustedes tienen alguna pregunta que quieran que yo le, le haga y vamos a ver cómo, pero cada domingo voy a empezar a sacar diferente capítulo. Sí, extraño mucho a Michigan. Me encantó visitar después de tantos años porque ya tenía mucho, mucho tiempo que no había ido. Oh, sí, se me olvidó. A mencionar que he estado trabajando en un libro. Uh, de hecho, mi Instagram antes era solo sobre mi libro, antes de que empezara a hacer post de mi podcast. Entonces, oportunidad de leer el libro. Díganle a todos que es un libro súper cool y que lo tienen que comprar cuando ya esté en venta. Ok, eso fue todo por este capítulo. Espero que les haya gustado y si tienen algunas preguntas o comentarios me pueden encontrar en las redes sociales. Uh, mi Instagram es igual que el nombre del podcast, married.mami.maestra o me pueden encontrar en Twitter en mar-mom-mae bajo p o d los espero aquí la próxima semana el próximo domingo tendremos un nuevo capítulo que tengan buena semana y nos vemos pronto